your fall fabulous at Mount Airy Lodge or Pocono Gardens. Do all the things you've wanted to do all summer, all day, all night. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Call 966-7210 for reservations at Pocono Gardens and beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Hello and welcome to the season finale of Mountain Comics. I am your host, Rob Kelly, and this is the show where I look back at the comics and magazines I bought while on vacation in the Pocono Mounds of Pennsylvania in the 1970s and 1980s. Joining me in the cabin this week is our pal, Dan Budnick. We're here to talk about a uh, kind of an unusual comic this time. Again, magazine. Cracked Magazine, or should I say Cracked Mazagine. Number 199. Dan, are you excited to talk about Cracked Mazagine with me? Shut up, Rob. It's only a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is, of course, the level of humor you found in Cracked Mazagine magazine. Um, this is going to be a challenge. Not, yeah, be- uh, not because it's you. It's, I always have fun talking with you. You've <laughs> done, we've done multiple shows together. It is always a bless. You are a podcaster extraordinaire. But I got to say, Act <laughs> Magazine, is, you know, it's it's uh, can, can I can I say I I had I had um, uh, a long time ago, about 10 years ago, uh, a friend of mine who used to like Cracked when he was growing up, saw my collection and I, I let him read one and he laughed a couple times and he said, oh, that was fun. I reminded him of his, his childhood and he handed it to his wife and she'd never seen it. She got to the end of it and said, that's some really odd ideas about humor in there <laughs> and i i thought about it and i thought you're right you're right there really <laughs> if mad pioneered this cracked i guess cracked it i don't know what they did with it but they did something <laughs> odd to it so for those of you listening who are not familiar with what cracked is basically mad magazine when I, everyone knows mad magazine it was mm-hmm. a cultural phenomenon uh, it, it, and it, of course, when anything is as popular as Mad was, it spawns imitators, lots of imitators. And around the fifties and the sixties, there were all sorts of humor, kind of kid aimed humor magazines that were looking to kind of cut into that mad magazine market. And Cracked Magazine was one of those magazines. And for some reason, well, it had to be due to sales, really, but Cracked lasted longer than any of the other competitors it kept going and i this was shocking to me when i did the research on cracked magazine (laughs) was that this way this ran i mean it ran sparingly it wasn't like it was coming out every month but it ran all the way into the 2000s which was gobsmacking to me that there was still enough people buying cracked now but i will say now we're, we're making fun of it but i will say as a kid I loved Crack Magazine. I bought every issue. When I go back, yeah. you go to the Crack Wikipedia page and you look at the the covers, the cover gallery, there's a period there yeah. from around 80, 79 through 84 where I'm like, I had every one of those. <laughs> I had every single one of those. And the, there's a photo of me uh, laying on the couch in the Poconos and you see on the table is the issue of Crack Magazine we're going to talk about. So, I mean, yes. obviously it was a beloved artifact even if reading it now feels like a dispatch from another universe. very strange yes it's i think i think the the joy of cracked is that that what 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 mad did and mad actually there's a the cover of mad with the fonz on it has a, it's an image of the fonz with like um a big clown nose and someone's mm-hmm. drawn a mustache on him and it says something like um we we don't i i, I forget what the exact wording is but it's like we don't pander to showing off everyone's favorite characters or actors like the other magazines do (laughs) because at that time cracked there was a run of maybe five issues in a row where the fonz appeared somewhere on the cover you know and even (laughs) when king kong came out king kong was on four issues in a row one of them with the character uh cast of barney miller and once with the once with dustin hoffman from marathon man and once (laughs) with the cast of mash so they <laughs> got to get that one. Wow. They knew, sure ex- had it at the time. They, they knew exactly what kids wanted when, when they looked at the covers. Now, whether the inside was going to match that, you know, if you love, I mean, th- this, what we're about to discuss here, we're about to enter the, like the Mr. T period, you know, and right before this was sort of a Mork and Mindy and a, and a uh, Gary Coleman 
period where they were just on like, and, and, and you knew it was going to be a great one when Gary Cole, when Arnold and Mork were on the same cover. And they, and they were so pandering, which is why I loved it. Yeah, it, it, it's like I said, it's you, you look at the, I read, I read, reread this issue for this, for this episode, of course, <laughs> and you just read it and you're, you're just kind of like, I, okay, well, you have to go back to the mindset of I was like 11. When I read mm-hmm. this, I was 12 and this is what this stuff was. Now, part of the reason I think cracked is still kind of memorable. Uh, and we'll see some of the images from this issue on the website, on the gallery post fire and water podcast.com. It had some truly great artwork in it. Uh, primarily it John Severin, the great, yes, great yes. John Severin, who drew at times multiple pieces yes. for any mm-hmm. given issue and did every cover for mm-hmm. the longest time. And, it was sort of funny when I looked up cracked on Wikipedia, they said a lot of people just said regarded it as a bunch of crap and John Severin. Yes, they could, they could be right. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's true for like 10 years or so. Uh, John yeah. Severin did almost not every cover, but almost I think there was a different strokes cover where like like one of his offspring drew it or something like that. There, there's one cover where I think um like uh, Arnold is on Willis's shoulders or something like that, and Sylvester's standing there, and that's written by a Severin, but it's not John. Okay. And uh, it's not a name I recognize. It's not a Severin name I recognize. So I think he was sick, so they just called in. Did he have kids? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he did, yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been some fun. Uh, but, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that is one of the things. With There's there so many great um, John Severin covers, and I'm glad that this one is not they, – they hit a time um, – I don't know. Do you, you ever notice this? The Mad Magazines would occasionally do this too. That that kind of pea yellow color that would be on the inside front cover and inside back cover. This one doesn't have it, although the poster is yellow. Yeah, the but, do not but, straighten the ha ha, and then the poster yes, is crooked. Because so, they because they do that thing where like the background behind Jabba there is all white. Sometimes mm. it would be yellow, and I think why the yellow? Is that like a who's who thing? You know, like the who's who <laughs> yellow, or I, I don't know. But but yeah, no, you're, you're you're right. For a lot of people. I mean, when you see the cup, like when you see the cover of this one, if you're a Star Wars fan and if you're a crack fan and if you're a, a comedy and I'll, I guess I'll put comedy in quotes fan, <laughs> um, you, you know, you're going to love this. And it's only a dollar. It's 52 yeah. pages. Dollars. Dive in. Yeah, absolutely. I am betting. I mean, I have no idea, but I am betting that John Severin, the, the, I'm betting that the work he did for them, like they probably gave him absolutely no notes on his yeah. stuff. He mm-hmm. just did it. They paid him on time. (laughs) And for a guy like him, who was an older guy, came from Mm -hmm. the world of EC Comics, probably was like, hey, the work is the work. And they'll they pay me consistently, and that's it. And I'll just keep yeah. doing that forever. Who needs the hassle working for DC, yes, Marvel? Exactly. I'll just do cracked. I'll just do crack magazine, and that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. And so they benefited from his brilliant artistic yes. balance. I mean, all, this, this cover, this yeah. it's a beautifully painted and illustrated cover of yeah. a green job of the hut with Sylvester, their mascot, uh, <laughs> in front of a bunch of uh, sweets for his birthday and stuff. And yes. of course, as you mentioned, Mister T. It's like every time any sort of character like this, like the Star Wars characters, anything mm-hmm. that was like a cartoony thing in real life, that's catnip to yes. Mad Magazine to Crack Magazine because that's yes. fun to draw and yeah. it immediately catches your eye. Mr. Mm-hmm. T is a walking cartoon. Yeah. Of course, putting him on the cover <laughs> of every third a lot. issue. Yeah, yeah, for a while there. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> so yeah, it's, 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 it's a great cover. Mm-hmm. Jedi Returns. You've got the, mm-hmm. the guy Sylvester. Um, something funny is going on here was their big there's yes. a big banner there on top of the issue. So now, I mean, look, we're kind of going to go through the articles, but not too terribly much yes. detail because that's a little absurd to kind of go through them. Yeah, you know, to yeah. be too specific about them. Yeah, and I and I can, if you like, I can tell you about the um the uh the review site I used to do. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, my, absolutely. That's why part of the reason I had you on is. Oh yes, is, I know you did this. This is insane. So, Oh, okay. So, so what it is, I'll just tell you like, yeah, like, like Rob, I was a kid who, who I, uh, my, my cousin Kenny used to get cracked in the early eighties and I would read his comics. And I think the first one I bought was 201, which has the A team on it. There we go. I, Mr. T. There yes. Go. And I remember 202, which I think is Knight Rider meets Mr. Smith. And Mr. Smith was like an orangutan who became president or something. His oh yeah, that was a ship. Mr. Yeah. Smith goes to Washington. I think yes, was- that's it. Yeah, and his his sitcom didn't last long. No. Um. And uh. But I I actually remember if I, I remember 
buying that issue right before Christmas, 1983. And while my mom and my sister were in Wegman supermarket doing last minute Christmas shopping, I sat in the minivan reading that magazine <laughs> and just laughing and laughing as it got colder and colder. Um, but, but yeah, for about two years or so, I was, I was, um, uh, uh, I, I bought almost, almost every crack. And um, I, I think actually two Christmases later, I wasn't buying Cracked anymore because I remember doing the same exact thing, except I was reading Crisis on Infinite Earths number 12. Oh, okay. So so it was a a little different then. And occasionally I bought Cracked after that, especially if there were monsters on the cover. Mm. Um, But it wasn't until it was about 10 years ago that I was in a a bookstore and I found a whole bunch of used ones. And uh, and, uh, I, I just bought them just on a whim. And then suddenly I started going on eBay and getting more and more of them. And, and right at this moment, I own, I own issues 100 through 212. Wow. And every, and I, I own some before I own some after, but 100, which is like July or June of 72 to 212, which is July of 85. Wow. So it's, the, and that's like a pop culture generation. It sure is. Right yeah. there, which is part of the fun because you read through them, you know, and like you get, you get, uh, you get that your happy days and your, your Star Wars, but then you get your stuff like, you know, articles on CBs and disco and pet rocks. You know, there were three or four issues where they went Jimmy Carter crazy. Nothing. You know, they, it was, it, it was just all this different stuff. And so what I decided to do was start a website reviewing them. And I've reviewed 113 through 212 on the web website but what i did with the website to make it seem more important was it's it's published under the the theory that these were actually articles that were written in a french culture magazine the sort the sort of magazine that would feature articles on i don't know Mahler, the works of bergman (laughs) you know stuff like that but 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 they they recently like they discovered you know jerry lewis they've discovered cracked and so these are meant to be um, uh, translations from the French of crack magazine reviews. And they're written by a gentleman named Pierre L, Pierre Levesque. And that's named after a guy I work with at the time. And he saw, he happened to see the site one day, he looked over my shoulder or something. And he's like, Pierre L wrote that. That's my name. <laughs> I said, is it Pierre? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. And, and so I, I, I haven't written anything on it in, in ages, but um, it's, it's cracked reviews, one word, dot blogspot.com. And you'll find it's one, like I said, 113, did I say 113 through 212? 113, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and the great thing about it was when I got near the end and I announced, I'm stopping at 212 because that's the last Bob Sproul or Bob Sproul, however you pronounce his name. That's the last one he edited. And so that's where I stopped because he took over as editor on issue like two, three or four back in the 58. Isn't that and amazing. He, he was, uh, yeah, because it was Saul Brodsky. Saul Brodsky was the, yeah, started was, it. was the original. And then I, I have a reprint of one and an original of four from 1958. Wow. And Bob Sproul is on four, but he's not in one. So he took over two, three, or four. But I stopped at 212 because that's when Bob left and the, the feel of the magazine changes. But it's great because. I would get comments on there. Some, some going, what the hell are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? <laughs> um, so others, others saying, this is so great. Thanks so much. I had um, a, a couple issues before one in 1999. There was like an article called the true story of the Lone Ranger. And I think it came out when the legend of the Lone Ranger came out. Um, and, and I wrote in there, I, I, this feels kind of like a reprint to me. And a guy wrote to me saying, oh, my dad drew that. And wow. that was that, that was drawn in nineteen. I forget the the name of the of the gentleman who drew it, but I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And but right as I was getting near the end, a guy kept. I think it was a guy actually. Venice Blue was the blogger's name. Great name. So, and and would kept coming on saying, you know what, you should consider not stopping at two twelve. You should go past that because some of the issues after that are really great. And I said, well, you know, I I I, I turn the cracked legacy over to you for that because i'm stopping at 212 and then as we got closer to 212 his comments get a little angrier oh no and so what i did was i created a blog guy and i started to come on and i would come on and get angrier than he was at me (laughs) and i would say you know what budnick or you know what pierre i'm sorry you know what pierre l if that's your real name 
we want you to do this. Why don't you listen to us? And, and Venice Blue would come in and say, well, you don't have to get, and then I would start to, swear. I, there's a little swearing involved in the ad. And it was just, it was just fun. Cause I got it to the point where Venice Blue was like, oh, okay, you can stop. And then I came back one last time was I'd kick this guy's ass if I could. <laughs> it, it was just, I've done that once or twice out of other blogs and things where you, so, sometimes the way to deflate someone who's be, being a little out of hand is to create a fake person who's more out of hand than they are. Wow. I, I don't, I, I don't think that works nowadays when it comes to certain things. Certain, no, certain things. Media, yeah. so, no, but, I think uh, cer- certain spots was, but, but discussing cracked. Right, just, yeah, back in the Zinizen days, you could get away with that. Absolutely. But yeah. but yeah, so, so, so that, that was, that was kind of the thing. Just, I, I thought, well, I've got over a hundred issues of uh, uh, sequential cracked. What do we, what do you do? <laughs> Review them. What else? So, and I actually started with 126 because that's where I was, which is the first one with Star Trek on the cover. Okay. So, where, by the way, do you store 100 issues of Cracked Magazine? Because you, you can't put them in bags. <laughs> they're too big. Yeah. And, yeah. But, and, but the paper they're printed on is like the cheapest paper imaginable. It's, so, I mean, yeah, how have they not all just disintegrated? So far, so good. Some, okay. of, them get, some, some, some of the ones from the 60s. Are getting pretty rough. I don't I have a lot. For, I don't have a lot from then, but um, but generally they're doing okay. I've got them stored in a in a, in a in an undisclosed location. Okay, fair enough. No. I got to tell you, if I was ever at a con and I saw somebody selling cracked number one for mm. a, for a good price, I'd probably buy it just for the yeah. historical. You know, I never had it because it was long before I came around. But I reading this over, I, <laughs> I, I, I shook my head at that. This is what I laughed at at twelve. <laughs> But I was 12. Mm. And again, like with Man Magazine, it serves a purpose. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there, it's, it's aiming at something in print form directly at a certain age market mm-hmm. that doesn't get terribly served nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. it's all television, I guess. There's, you know, mm. but I mean, back then, it, that was the kind of thing that like your parents, at least most parents, like, they may begrudgingly let you read, it, <laughs> yes. you know, and yeah. that, that, there's a benefit to that. There's there's a real, you know, I'm looking at this first page of the the, the Return oh, yeah. of the Jedi parody called Returns of the Jedi, which is haha. And I mean, <laughs> the names of the characters are Fluke Skywalker, Princess Leotard, uh, Dark Vapor. I mean, that's the level of humor Hans, that we're talking Han, about. Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> but at the same time, it's drawn by John Severin. Yes. And man, he's bringing it. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, first of all, he's doing incredible line work with his inking. Yeah. I mean, he is putting in all sorts of, you know, cross hatching. And then he's doing, um, he's doing like color shading. He's mm-hmm. putting in these gray tones. I mean, it is. And the likenesses are absolutely spot on mm-hmm. of the actors. I mean, it is a beautiful looking piece. And you just think about, boy, yeah, the humor is so kind of submaronic, but yes. it got, it's so gorgeous. And you see, boy, Severin did not cheese out, man. He really, he yeah. brought it because it's, it, it's really pretty to look at. And, and there are, and there are actually a few moments. I don't know if I laughed. But when we hit the few moments where I, I smiled, there's a moment where Luke is is going up to Jabba and walking through all the um all the uh, all the creatures and mentioning that I haven't seen anything like this since the first Star Wars movie. And he goes up to something and says something like, "I'm here, I'm here to get my friend back." Oh, actually, you're a lamp. <laughs> That's and right. He's been, he's been talking to a lamp. I thought that was a, that was a pretty good one because he's surrounded by all the creatures. And it's so making me laugh. It's, 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 and, and there's that weird, that weird moment with R two D two where he, um, he's supposed to project a message. Do you see that? Can you yeah. tell which of us is the twenty one year old daughter and which is the fifty four year old mother of five? And they show <laughs> a young woman holding out her hands. Can you tell from our hands? And then like a skeleton in a it's dress. A skeleton, yeah. Well, I'm like, what is, what is that? What the, <laughs> and like, where'd that come from? Like, yeah. like who? That's that's the thing that cracked would do. That I think this is where the when the woman said, "There's some strange ideas on humor." And here's like, who who thought of that? Put that there. Why that? There's no writing credit, by the way. I mean, there's yeah, credits in the in yeah. the initial part of the magazine, but it doesn't mm. it doesn't break it down to uh, who did what. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I like 
I mean, the bit where Luke Skywalker gets rid of the rancor creature by just setting the <laughs> projection screen on fire. Yes, okay. that's a good. That's a good joke. Yeah. And, when, and, when you're 12, you like those inside jokes about mm-hmm. how the movie is made because you know you feel like you're learning something behind the scenes. And there is something fun about this. There's no Sarlacc creature. It's just a huge pit full of Tums. Right. And they're going to be dissolved into nothing over the next thousand years. I don't know. I, I mean, there is on the front cover, Sylvester is giving um, Jabba, looks like some Al- Alka-Seltzer. Right, because he's been eating so a bunch of, of food. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I do like on the cover, I, I, I want to mention, there's a lot of great um, uh, ripple chips, Big Mick, chalk chip. And it's like wacky packages, but crack style or something. <laughs> Like I said it's you know it's exactly chips. what you'd expect it to be you know it's exactly what you'd expect it to be so and, and, and they they do that thing where they they jump through and uh, and like each panel takes us a little bit further through the the movie or farther through the movie and there is a great gag with where Yoda's dying and he mentions the Time magazine that came yes. out in June and I had that I had that and it gave stuff away. It came. It came out right before the movie was released, and it gave some things away. And I remember reading it, thinking, "Oh, now time." <laughs> oh, but Yoda's right. Yeah, he even mentions. He says, uh, "Didn't you read the Time Magazine cover story back in June? They printed it right there on page sixty-four. You know, <laughs> it is true. Yes, incredibly specific kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's it's you know, it's charming. It's so it's it's moronic, but it's meant to be. Yes. And it's just silly making some some something making fun of something in the culture. Yes. Um, so okay. So yeah. there's a, there's another article on the past, present, and future changes. Oh, yes, yes. Where it's, which is kind of oh. like, eh, all right. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just looking to see if there's there's one that made me laugh here. I feel like <laughs> uh, the 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 karate one ain't bad. Where it's the past is 50 years ago. Karate was for adults. Now nine-year-olds get black belts. And the future is a, um, in the future, doctor will no longer, will no longer dare slap a newborn infant for fear of possible retaliation. And it's a doctor about to slap the behind of a baby who has a black belt and is about to karate chop him. That's not bad. You know, it's not great. Like you said, maybe a little sub, sub everything. But, um, uh, and, and I will say on the next page, that tennis one, one of the things cracked used to do, especially when Bill Ward was drawn. Oh, yeah. Oh um, yeah, but like Nanny, uh, he they love their DNA. Love the lady, yeah, yep. they did. They did. Yep. I'm surprised they didn't do more with the Princess Leia when she's yeah. Slave. They're actually they, with yeah, the they, slave Leia outfit. Yeah, they're actually kind of demure down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Um, the, so there's another sign signs that it's the computer age. Oh boy! Wow, oh, talking about ahead of the curve. Like, like, like one of one of the one of the things. Like, if you sit down, if you ever have a chance to sit down and read issues 100 through 212 in a row. It's such a pop culture craziness because right here you're getting, and it's somewhere around here too. Like right before this, I think they did their first like video game special, you know, and stuff. So it's, it's like, it's like these little pop culture, like I said, pet pet rocks, they had an article on pet rocks, you know, and, and so that you just see these moments that are so wonderfully just, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know, but I'm looking at them and just like, I'm just looking for some jokes here. Um, like work has changed. Then Smith, your report is wrong. Stay after tonight. Stay after work tonight and correct it. Now Smith, the memory bank erased your last year's work. Stay, stay after until work 1984 and then reprogram it. I was like, well, oh, right. S- Smith, Smith got zinged there hard. <laughs> I, think. I did. I do like there is one great um, one in, in the bottom right hand corner. Computer technology has allowed things to be made smaller and smaller. And you see a man lifting up a, a uh, like a lazy boy cushion and a woman picking through her purse. And he's saying, where's the stairs? And she said, I know my sewing machine's in here somewhere. I like that. I thought that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was pretty good. So, all right. Then there's a one-page gag, yes, one evening yes. in a fancy restaurant. Oh, yes. And now, it's sort of funny when you think about that. Like, this is aimed at, what, 11-year-olds? Mm-hmm. How many 11-year-olds know what a fancy restaurant even is? They only have what yes, they've seen on television McDonald's. or like I, a I, cartoon or something. Yeah, I know McDonald's and Pizza Hut, though. Yeah. That's where I had gone. By. And, and Pizza Hut was pretty classy back then. <laughs> yes, they had those yes. those red glasses. Oh, we those, ate like kings, those, as they say. Oh, my tweet. gosh. Yeah, oh, oh sure. Gosh, yes. Pizza was 4 million degrees. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say the, first, the thing about this one is I wrote it down. This one is a reprint from issue 135. Oh, Oh, is it? Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not so, know and, that. Okay. And, and I'm not, 135 was around the, around the, I want to say 77, because 134 was the first one with the Fonz on the cover. 
or second right, one so on the right, cover. So that's right around talking 77, squarely so mid seventies. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. But, uh, uh, so you've got the uh, the cracked guide to kite flying, which feels a little like really they got four pages out of that. But yeah, you it's, know, it, it, it's interesting because some of these are very funny. There's a cracked guide to ventriloquism. Which actually uses a joke that they did in Best in Show, where um, Christopher Guest's character is explaining that ventriloquism has been used since the ancient Egyptians, and you see like a hieroglyph of like like a like a pharaoh sitting with like a little dummy, uh, and, and and they do they do a gag with that that it's been around since then, and they find a tomb with like an image of a uh, of um, ventriloquism. But yeah, this kite flying, I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's it's fun. Like I said, this was one of those ones that I read, and I um. Kept forgetting it. This is, not, Bill, is this Bill Ward who drew I this? I think it so. Like oh, yes it, yes, it is. You could, you could, t- I think you could tell on page uh, 23, the woman in the top right. Yeah. With the that's a, that's giant, a Bill. Yeah. Yes, Bill that's a Bill Ward. Pneumatic yeah, women. Yes, absolutely. Yes. He, he, li- he liked them and he liked, um, oddly enough, this issue doesn't have one of those, that center page spreads where they do, you know, like one day at the DMV, one day at the <laughs> supermarket. They used to do that. And whenever, <laughs> one day at the DMV, I think they did do one like that, actually. Um, but whenever Bill Ward would draw it somewhere on, on there almost every time was the Frankenstein monster. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why, but you'd look in a corner and he'd just be standing there talking with someone about, you know, hanging out at the airport, you know, getting his luggage checked or something like that. I, you know what? I'll mention this about Bill, Bill Ward in that when he got older, I guess, I, I, th- I, I guess to stay afloat, he was hired by somebody to produce um cartoons that were of a let's say adult nature oh, okay mm-hmm. and uh the company i was working for was doing something with them i forget what we were doing with them but but i had we had stats of them and i mean it was filthy humor i mean it was <laughs> you know real x-rated humor yeah and it was disconcerting to see <laughs> the style that i so associated with cracked making uh-huh. jokes about you know, women getting having sex with dogs and stuff. You know, it was to that level, and it was like, you know, and he's drawing gigantic phalluses, and I'm just oh, like, what? No, is, what has no. happened to Bill Ward? What and then, and I don't want to know when he brought in Frankenstein monster on that oh, one. Oh Lord! Uh, all oh. I can think of is young Frankenstein, and uh, <laughs> oh, don't, don't do it. Do, don't do. Yeah. Oh boy. So, yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, may, may I say I, I do like, although it's 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 not very nice. Is the um, if you have to leave your kite while it's in the air, tie the string securely around an object you know won't be carried away. And you see a kid person. tying it around a fat lady's waist. <laughs> Now, that's not nice. But as a kid, I would have, I would have probably. But yet she's you. still built like she, she's built. She's built like the the bigger version of the the gal from the other page. She's got the stiletto heels on yeah, and kind the of the same dress. Skirt. It's yes. just a fat version of the kind of yeah. one we always drew. Yeah, so. even Ben Franklin looks good in this. <laughs> so, oh Ben, oh God. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, increasing consumption in order to maintain full employment. Now this is an incredibly text heavy. Piece. Yes, and I another mean, reprint. A lot of re. Oh, it's a re. Yes. Oh, it's a reprint too. Okay. This is from one thirty four. Okay, all right. It's so, still. Have, do, it's, dare I say timely? It kind of yes. is a little bit. And there's some funny. There are. I think there are some funny bits here. I I, I do love that toaster, that twelve slot toaster. I don't. I don't know if it's funny, but I like it. <laughs> and and the scene where the um redesigning existing products can help increase consumption. A bigger dollar would consume more paper and create more paper mill jobs. And you show a guy holding up um, one stout dollar and then beneath him, bigger dollars would require bigger wallets and purses, thereby creating more jobs for leather workers. And you see a man and a woman each carrying like a wallets that are as big as they are. Like a suitcase. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, I like that. I like that. Again, it's it's a, it's, it's a weird idea. It's a it's a strange thing, and it's odd humor aimed at again what the target audience is, which is mm-hmm. 10, 11, 12 year olds. I mean, this is a joke about jokes about capitalism, and you gotta yes. think like, well, well, you know, they think kids were, and and I can only remember when I read stuff like this, I just kind of like if I didn't get it, I just shrugged and moved on. It's yes, as a kid, you know, you just kind of was like, oh, all right, all and, right. and some of some of it has kind of like a Rube Goldberg weirdness to it with some of the 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 precision mobile escalator ladder and the Luxo super duper stroller and stuff like this. And I'm reading it. I'm going, I don't know what's going on, but some of this is kind of amusing. And uh, some of it, another way to increase consumption is through a national campaign for fatness. 
Fat is where it's at. Fat people use up more clothes. Fat people wear out. This is terrible. Wear out furniture faster. Fat people use up more. And it just keeps going on and on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, there's a, uh, okay. So then there's, you know, you're a real monster. Oh, if- boy. And it's gags all related to kind of the universal mantras, Phantom of the Opera, Ooh. Creature of the Black Lagoon, the Wolfman, King Kong and Godzilla, the Invisible Man. And, you know, if you're a monster kid like you were and I am, mm. it's great. It's There's the yes, mole people fun. in this. Yes. There's the fly. I mean, it's, I, I love the Frankenstein monster look when he's sticking his finger in the wall socket. Yep. That's a fun draw. I will say the what, what's the one weird thing in it? What's the one weird thing in it? If you have a have a look at the pictures real quick and the one thing yeah. that doesn't quite belong uh which is which one i mean there's oh, there's a which one are you referring to i am your favorite hunting weapon is a chainsaw that's right okay right that's the <laughs> a little more of the gear that's the yes. slasher era as opposed that, yeah. to the classic monsters kind of thing because when i first read this i thought oh this looks like it could be a reprint but the chainsaw guy chasing the i mean it's it's first off it's, it looks like a giant egg beater or something rather than a chainsaw and and it's it's there's some kind of weird about like the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera is going trick or treating you know without um without a mask and the Wolfman's get exciting over a shaving commercial and uh, Invisible Man's wearing a bathing suit and everyone's going what's this bathing suit doing walking on its own but the chainsaw thing is a man chasing a screaming woman with a chainsaw. <laughs> there's never a gag see, there. It's there's just... not really a gag there. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's so it's so odd because I you know it's obviously it's updating. I mean, maybe there was a different panel there. No, I think it does say. It does say if you look at the bottom and your broom carries a saddle, you see the the artist's oh, the signature. It. Yeah, it says, yeah, I think it says eighty three next to that. Okay, but it, mm. but it's it's such a weird moment because it's like if he catches her, then he's going to chop her into little pieces, as opposed to say the two headed man arguing with himself. Right, the mole man. Yes, you know, exactly. the mole people going <laughs> yes. underground. They have nothing to do yeah. with your political beliefs, yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, and Dracula collecting for anemia. What a bump up. <laughs> uh, so uh, then, then we've got the crack, cracked, fix it yourself manual uh, by I am I handy? Very funny, yeah. uh, and it's just all these gags about how to fix things around the house: handheld hair dryers, repairing a washing machine, fixing a squeaky door. And again, it's it's weird. This is for more. This is like what your mom and dad did: fixing her stuff around the house. Yes. Not, a, not an eleven-year-old. It's it's weird, yeah, that you'd get the monster one followed by uh, how to fix things in your house. I mean, because I can't imagine a kid caring too much about like, oh, the washing machine doesn't work. Who cares if I have to wear dirty clothes for a few days or something like that? I do like, however, the the way to fix the squeaky door, if you can't stop it from squeaking, is to cut another door within your door and make a new door within the, the original door and use that door instead. I like that. I don't know if it's funny. But it's <laughs> it's weird. It's almost like a Buster That's their Keaton motto. Thing I don't know if it's yeah. funny. That's I don't weird. know if it's, it, it's yeah. It's almost like something you'd see like in a Buster Keaton movie or something like that, where he'd go up to a door and like maybe someone's trying the doorknob and they can't do it, and then he'd like go in the middle and there'd be like a hidden doorknob or something, and he'd open a door <laughs> in the middle and step through it. That's um, very complimentary. Saying it's Buster yeah. Keaton <laughs> panel crack magazine. That's a- it's yeah. It's it's it is a weird article because they, they've had other things like this similar. To like this in here and every time you get to it, you think now well, yeah what is the age group for this yeah uh yeah. then there then there's the cracked lens many it's just we all know if you're putting together a magazine uh and you need to fill a few pages this is what you do because they're all just stills from movies and tv shows with funny gag bl- well i'm putting again funny in quotes <laughs> <laughs> funny gag uh balloons over it and you see there's one panel with richard mulligan we see yes in there. i don't know there's what that with is dustin hoffman yes uh you know i mean clearly this is not cleared like these are not they didn't I get the rights to run so. these things yeah. they just took stills and stuck them in there and it, when you were a kid out. that was a huge part of the style of humor was fumetti you don't mm-hmm. see it nowadays because it's just so yeah. out of date but when you I was a kid. I grew up with it. He just got yes. Marvel did it. You know, it was just like a thing. I, I think I think I actually have a collector's edition that's nothing but the cracked lens. Wow. And wow. that's a, that, my two favorites are um, the one with the guy um, at the doctor lying on a bed, uh, lying on an operating thing or something like that on the phone. And there's yeah. another guy next to him about to sh- looks like he's about to shoot the doctor. And the guy on the phone is saying, hold on a second, will you, dear? I, I think Leon is about to shoot my doctor. <laughs> is which, is, which is a great is a joke 
I don't know if it's a joke, it's, but it's 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 so it's it's just absurd. And I, that made me laugh when I read it. I don't know. And the other great one, actually, the the the, the I don't know that the um the the uh, word word square or rectangle is that great, but it's on on the th- the last page of them. It's the dwarfs. And that's the seven dwarfs to the rescue in early 1950s Italian Snow White ripoff, which is wonderfully goofy. And the moment I saw that, I was like, oh, I haven't watched that in ages. Uh, you, you get that. That's one of the fun things sometimes you look through it and you go, oh, that movie. Oh, and sometimes you can sort of date when the uh, well, you can't with this, but like when the when the magazine is from by when the movie still is from mm-hmm. too. And uh, but yeah, the crack, the crack lenses when I was a kid, like I said, I could read. Like and I like I said I have now I can sit and read the crack lenses all day now <laughs> maybe two or three minutes yeah, but, not all know, day no I, I don't have I don't have as much time <laughs> and here I we mean, go with the next oh I'm sorry no but I mean National Lampoon did too many they just they, had they did, yeah. naked girls in it uh, you yes. know <laughs> that's how they got away with it so they, <laughs> you know because it was like oh this is old you know it's just really very funny but it didn't matter because it had naked girls in it in a yes. humor magazine mm-hmm. so you got away mm-hmm. with it so uh, again yeah, next is how is it that and it's just, you know, the setup of when adults don't get what they think they deserve for their efforts, it's a ripoff. And they compare it to what when the kid doesn't get what they deserve, you only get out of what you put into it. So it's just this kind of, you know, compare and contrast what kids ex- are expected of kids and what adults, uh, what's expected out of, from adults. And mm-hmm. again, the humor is kind of, eh, but the, it's beautifully drawn. I mean, yeah, the wonderfully the, Bigfoot style. Yeah, the, yeah. There, there's a lot. And, and again, we're hopping from. You know, we had the the uh, the consumption article, and then we had the uh, the monsters, and then we had the fixing your house, and now we're back to oh, those adults. Yeah, aren't they, stink- aren't they stinkers? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny. Yeah, with this one, I, I almost um, it would almost be more interesting if there weren't captions. If we just saw the images, and we brought our own jokes Ooh, to oh, the party, oh, that boy. might be fun. That's deep. Uh, so uh, then there's misleading movie and TV titles where I thought this was fun. Night Rider, Time Bandits, and it's you know what it might actually be. Of course, the Sting had to be about this, and it's beekeeping. Yes, Happy Days, Chips, Hogan's here, Hogan's Heroes, Mary Tyler Moore Show. <laughs> oh, Hill that's Street my Street. favorite. That's my and, uh, favorite. Which one? R- R- Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, it had to be about a singing group, right? And you see like two guys who look like from like the Charlie Daniels band, <laughs> and then I it, it looks like Marie Osmond. In, in like a like a short short uh, little shorts and and like a like cowboy boots and one guy's yelling I'm Tyler I'm Mary I'm more <laughs> for some reason that's so stupid I just love it I just love it. although Family Ties is great too because it's about a family who are all ties, ties. a cartoon show yeah yeah uh, so okay <laughs> I kind of uh, like this article I don't know it's 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 very obvious but at the same time. Sometimes I need a obvious. I do, especially after the hard hitting stuff earlier in this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you need to take, you know, you give your brain a couple minutes off. Then there's one day in Metropolitis, and uh, it's a it's a super gag where says this is a job for Cracked Man, and the guy, whoever drew it, is sort of aping a kind of Kurt Swan, Wayne Boring mm-hmm. kind of style, and it's a, a woman sees him undressing in the phone booth, and he gets carted away by the police. So, hey, and this again, this is another repeat. Oh, is it? Okay. Issue 136. Okay. Oh, we're all from around there. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, they figured maybe that was long enough ago that people would. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. Uh, then we get cracked interviews, the new p- newspaper King, and this is the nanny dickering interview. And mm-hmm. by this point, it had been taken over by another artist because for the longest time it had been Bill Ward, who we just mm-hmm. mentioned, who drew nanny in a way that if your parents had seen it, they might. Huh? Yes. Because it's like she was drawn to be She's like, like Elvira. Yeah, She's like, I mean, like gigantic breast and a tie mm-hmm. and the, like basically mm-hmm. a, a Kleenex for skirt and stiletto yeah. heels. And I can say when I was a kid, I was like, I like looking at this. We always like it was it's a great way to close the magazine. Right, because it was almost in every issue. Like she was mm-hmm. other than Sylvester, she was as close they got to like a mascot mm-hmm. and that she was mm-hmm. in every issue. Now I guess they decided to scale that back a little because here oh. She's oh, drawn and she looks like a kind yes. of like a Florence Henderson kind of like it's the most innocent looking version possible. So I wonder, did they get? Wait one second, rights? I might let let me check Pierre. I didn't write this down. Let me just check. I just I just want to check because it does seem weird, and I didn't look to see if I'm just checking my review that Pierre wrote. 
crashed. Oh, it's it's a repeat too. I didn't write it down. Oh, is this it? Okay. Re- repeat from issue one twenty four. Wow. Okay. Oh, so this it. predates. Uh, I don't know orange. if it if it if it predates it, but I know early on they would mix it up. Oh, okay. And that, like All like right. the earlier the earliest nanny looked more like a like a hippie. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so, All right. so but this is a kind of weird one. You're right. She has kind of a Florence Henderson. I mean, it's it's completely her. family friendly. Yes, yes. And I, I have yeah. to imagine they got some complaints when people they were expecting the ward. They got yeah. not that this is not wonderfully drawn. It really mm-hmm. is. Again, the line work is exceptional. Yeah, it's it is, uh, isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, it's, incredibly detailed line, especially when you think about the the level of reproduction you're getting mm-hmm. on this crappy paper. But man, <laughs> it looks it, the gray tones are are fantastic. I mean, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's really beautiful looking. Strip. Oh yeah, I should have realized. There's a joke about President Ford retiring. I mean, yeah, that it tells you right there. It's not not current. And, and and you could tell you can tell the, how great the the humor is in this because the the little blurb above the headline, which no one ever reads, but I will sometimes, is what's black and white and red all over? Answer: A newspaper. That dear friends is one of the oldest jokes going that we 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 would never think of using. There you however. go. However, and that's actually the next word is however, if we're going to make use of it, we would do so only if the next article coming up were entitled Cracked Interviews, The Newspaper King. Hey, there crack. you go. Yep. yep. Uh, and that's that's basically the last feature, yes. unless except when they had their one page, another feature that went on were the shut ups, which was just <laughs> strips of somebody saying something and then the next person saying shut up, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then again, that's the level of the crack. And, and I, I just noticed the um. Uh, so so when um uh when Pierre would review review the shut ups, he had like a sliding scale that he would use <laughs> uh, for the shut ups. Um, and he uh he says, uh, well, shut ups number one involves McDonald's, and so he just says Whopper. Uh, the second one is just says because it's a, it's a it's a doctor and dressed in his scrubs and he's he's he, he's working at St. Gaylord Hospital and it just says St. Gaylord's Hospital and then the third one I really like where a woman saying to her friend and last night I saw Sylvester Stallone and tonight I'm spending an evening with Burt Reynolds and then her friend gets so pissed off <laughs> and says shut up you're not the only one who goes to the movies and Pierre wrote here. Why yell at her? She doesn't have she doesn't have a wedding ring on. Clearly, she's lonely. Don't yell. And he, and he, and he says, he says, you know what? I think these shut ups are getting kind of mean. And they, they I'm keeping my eye mean. on them from now on. Yes. They really are kind of mean. Yes, yeah. they, they are. So that's yeah. That's and there's the poster. They always had a poster. Yes, on the, oh, inside. the, the, the inside fold out. Uh, yes. the back of the front and back covers fully of this poster on the inside and it says don't straighten this poster and it's a poster that's purposely crooked, it's crooked. <laughs> so, there you go yeah that's... and then on the the back cover is one last thing the stone age mm-hmm. by look it says oscar bloth i guess is Bl- the name blotta oscar blotta i think you're right there mm-hmm. and it's again it's not even really a joke it's just a caveman uh it looks like he's gonna hit a bird who's sitting on a rock and the rock is a live thing it opens its mouth and swallows him and that's that's it yeah it's it's uh that's that's and again this is the final repeat page in here oh that's a repeat wow they, they this is like half of this is 12 12 of the 52 pages are re- wow. for some reason for okay. some reason right around here the, the previous issue i uh, according to pierre had over 13 pages and the next huh. one has 12 that's that's issue 200 and and I have no idea why, because it was just like suddenly around the late nineties, early two hundreds, they did a whole bunch, and then they stopped. I have no idea why. I guess they figured nobody, you know, nobody's going to know. Yeah. Nobody's going to no no crazy person's going to read a hundred of these in a row. True, so. true. Yeah, and, and 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 when I say what I'm going off of, what Pierre has here, so there could have been an article in here that was a reprint that, that Pierre didn't know. He <laughs> he's an expert for what he knows, but you know, Pierre, he's always yes, goofing. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's a str- it's a str- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it. like like t- today along with this. What I do, I also reread read 198, which has Jaws in 3D on the cover, of course, and more shut ups, photo fun. There's a giant Jaws contest. Win your own Atari. It says it actually says win your own Atari home video. Which I think might be wrong. I think it might be for video game, um, and, it, and it's funny because I think like 
Um, th- this one, because uh, wait, wait a minute, the so the issue, this issue, issue one ninety nine that we talked about came out on August 9th, nineteen eighty three. There you go. I would have been one week away from my twelfth birthday. Oh, they and um and Jaws the Jaws and three D came out the month before, and it's funny because all three of their Star Wars parodies came out in November's of their respective years, hmm. and, and they would have come out in August. So the movies came out in May, and then in August they did their three months later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's funny because the Jaws one, Jaws I think came out around the same time, in the same vicinity as as Return. I think maybe a little earlier, but it's funny because the Jaws article isn't actually about Jaws three D. It's about the making of Jaws twenty three. Which 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 one were they on in Back to the Future two? I first. Oh, that's 15? right. Yeah, Jaws was fifteen, 15 or, whatever, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, Shark still looks fake. Hey, now look, that joke's good enough for a giant major league major budget movie. Yes, and here it is in yes. Crack Magazine. So well, there you well, go. One of my favorite sort of prescient jokes was um, uh, right around the time uh, Rocky Balboa came out. Rocky six. They had um, there was an iron on. They sometimes had iron-ons, the back cover, and they had one that said, like, I'm the Fonz on his day off that you could put on your shirt, which is really cool. Um, but but they had one when, when they did Rocky Three. in the back back cover. There was a you – could, you could put on your shirt. It was a Rocky checklist, and it had Rocky One, Two, and Three checked off, and it went to six. And I remember thinking, oh, six just came out, finally. <laughs> <laughs> some kid, some kid with a shirt can check off six. There you go, Creed, Creed two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Put those on the back. Creed, Creed two on the back. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. And then issue two hundred has a uh, they has war games where Sylvester's shooting uh, space invaders, and all these the invaders look like um, uh, a, a certain gentleman from another magazine. Right, right. Well, that that's that was something I thought was so funny was like when I did the research on cracked and I looked at read all about it on his Wikipedia page and. And then I read a, a couple of articles actually about it. And so much of it was the, the, the completely accepting and internalizing the idea that they were the also ran. They were yes, straight up. That was really part of it. Yeah. Completely. Everyone knew we only survive in Mad's wake. Yes. And, and they said they literally like his Mad only did eight issues a month, I think. Eight, uh, yeah, yeah. eight issues a year mm-hmm. so they said that's when cracked would like spike in sales because yeah. they would have one out every month and they would mm-hmm. pick up the dollar for yeah. when kids wanted to buy that kind of humor but mad wasn't available and it was yeah. such an amazing kind of admission that it's like yeah we're not even trying to do anything particularly good we are just the also rands of this bigger thing but that there's still enough profit in that to keep going again for 30 for, some odd years more than, well 56 what 40 years 40, 40 years, years. 40 years which is which is crazy. I mean, because there were so many. If you look at it, there were so many that ran for two issues, three right, issues. Right, exactly. Held by exactly. The, just were gone. I mean, the only ones that got close to this, I think, were like sick and crazy. But I don't think either of those got over like a hundred. You Hefner tried one, like a, like a high end was- humor magazine, and that failed. <laughs> you know, I mean, you would yeah, think yeah. all the money and all the the know the magazine mm-hmm. expertise that he had, and even that yeah. didn't go anywhere. So it's like sort of amazing <laughs> now. Something I another detail I learned about this, which is just amazing to me, is that there is not only a book about the history of Cracked Magazine. Mm. It is a two volume. Yes, I book mean about to read Cracked. that. Yes, it's it's like those uh, Robert Caro books on Lyndon Johnson. I mean, it's just these mm. massive <laughs> tomes, and it's written by Mark Arnold, who I'm actually mm. friends with on Facebook, oh. and I have his. I have his book on Harvey Comics on my shelf here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the man is the king of these obscure quarters. And God help me, I want to read both those volumes. So do I, so I, I think I, I want to say I could be lying that when I got to the end, I could be making this up, uh, but when I got to, I'd have to check when I got to the end of doing the, the blog, it was when his book was coming out. And I think he may have sent me an email or a comment oh, saying I've got amazing. a book coming out. And I said, I'm going to pick it up. And I haven't. I don't want the mystique ruined. No, there's no mistake. There's no, no mistake. No, I want to know. I want to know all the dirt. At yes, this point. I really do. And of yeah. course, after Cracked got canceled with number three sixty five, they Oof. did try to bring it back as a kind of slightly like Lad magazine, mm-hmm. you know, with photos. And it lasted, I think, three issues, and then it came back as a web, humor website. Yes, so, I mean, it's a brand that somebody still owns, and they still yes. think there's something of use to it. But 
I mean, you know, I remembered when it came back as as the sort of like humor version Tom of Maxim, and I was yeah, like, Tom oh. Cruise was on the cover of the first one, yeah. or some someone like that was on there. And I thought, I don't know, you if, know this if is Sil- not yeah. Sylvester's not on there. I, yeah, I right, exactly. I can't, I can't do it. But I yeah. mean, I just I love the idea that like all these people just kept working on this magazine, and it was all with the knowing of. Yeah, we're not we're not mad, but that's okay. We're still <laughs> enough money to keep publishing this thing. We're still, you know, we, you know, our you know our donuts may be mediocre, but <laughs> sometimes you're going to have a mediocre donut. It's a that's job. What, it, it's it's funny. I do th- I do wonder if if the the way I bought my first cracked is is because I went into the the supermarket where where they it was the Wegman supermarket uh, that used to have the huge racks of magazines, yep, and I probably yep. I probably went in there. One day looking to get because I occasionally bought mad, but not not that often after I discovered crack. Um, and I, I bet I bet I went and my, my, also my cousin used to buy mad and crack. So I would read everything. And I think I went in there like with the dollars, 75 cents that I'm going to buy a mad magazine. And I thought, oh, Kenny has that one. I've read that. Oh, but what's this cracked magazine? Oh, Let me try this because that, that is perfect. Huh? It's like, yeah, we don't we're going to come out more often. So we can grab those dead months. Those- <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant strategy, really, when you think uh, about it. And, and I mean, they, they used to, I mean, crack, used to, there, there were months when you would see, you'd see the regular crack, then there'd be the collector's edition. Yeah, they would do the, yes. Cry, giant size crack. And so I have a few of the collector's edition. There's a Fonz for President one, which is almost all new material which is great. There's a Mork one, which is almost all new stuff, and a Shark one when Jaws 2 came out, and a video game one. Oh, and of course, the monster ones. Yeah, oh, their monster ones were actually pretty good. They really, you felt like the writers kind of really knew Yes. beats of the characters mm-hmm. and they, you know and and some of the images, there's a great John Severin uh, drawing of the monsters having a big party in someone, and there's like a um, they're, and they're all hanging out there, and in the foreground, there's like a a, t- uh, a table with like a punch bowl, and I think Creature from Black Lagoon's in it. And, <laughs> and but but the great thing is, right at the punch bowl, you see Frankenstein monster, um, Bride of Frankenstein, Lily Munster, and Herman Munster, all just kind of standing there looking at each other. And it's such it's such there's so much detail in it, yeah. And it's 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 just it's just it's it's incredible. Uh, and and that was one of the things too, like with the seven drawings, is there's the um he did a he did like a parody drawing of the um the cantina sequence. I don't know if you've seen it from Star Wars. I'm sure and I have at some point. It's yeah. it's fantastic. And it's basically all the all the creatures from the cantina, including they added Darth Vader, and they're all laughing at Sylvester. Okay. <laughs> and his Empire Strikes Back one where it's the um the battle on on, on Hoth. Um, but in the center of all the snow and all the excitement, Yoda and Sylvester on a sled going through everything. And it's, it's really charming and it's so detailed. It's, it's, it's just gorgeous. So every, every once in a while you would get these, these covers and, and they would sometimes put them on the inside instead of a post. Well, they were the poster and, and you would see them and you'd be like, Oh my God, these are great. So every once in a while it'd be like someone tried today. Yes, and then, and, and then you get the article about whoa, darn adults, jerks, and you go, well, that's where they, <laughs> that's where they stopped. Right? Could you imagine like somebody as late as like 1999, right? You know, saying where you really? work? I worked at Cracked Magazine. You yes. Go, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like you know, I just can't imagine that, that yeah. era. Yeah, the era of cracked magazines and cell phones overlapped. Yes, <laughs> I can't so even imagine what would have been on the cover in like 1999. I don't even. I can't even think pop culturally. What X Files? Yeah, there, there yeah. is one. There's an X Files uh-huh. cover. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Their last cover. Their issue. The last issue is number 365. The last cover is uh, a um, election special, and it's a poster of Bush and and John Kerry. <laughs> uh so you know t- yeah sticking it wow. to them they don't care whose toes they step on I yeah mean, so, no, yes exactly uh, <laughs> so is that um millhouse who is yeah, millhouse exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't care know, who's there's just step there's up. just something so wonderfully charming about how just like i don't want to say low expectations because i'm not i'm not really not trying to insult crack magazine because mm-hmm. this damn thing entertained me yes for many hours out of my life it mm-hmm. really did you know and i i Again, when I look at the cover gallery, I was like, boy, for a while there, I never missed one. I had every one of those straight yeah. through, you know. Um, there's just something so wonderfully just humble, I guess humble 
mm-hmm. think is the word I want to use. Where it's like, yeah. look, we're just going to tell some gags. We're going to entertain a kid for 45 minutes yeah. while he's in the van, while his parents are, while his family yes, is inside exactly. Wagman. <laughs> and that's enough for a dollar. Yes. That's all you can expect. And yeah. I, I wish maybe we had entertainment that was a little more basic nowadays. You know yeah. I mean? And and just like like I said too, there's just something about when you go through it and you see like 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 uh, like I said, the Fonz is on four or five covers in a row, and Happy Day shows up again and again, and then when Star Wars hits, Star Wars is on there again and again. I mean, after they do the Star Wars parody, the next issue is they do Star Wars two, and it has something to do with Darth Vader stealing sheep. I don't even know. Do you read it? And you go, where did that come from? Did it, <laughs> really? Is that and 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 you just just when you see like it's it's like gosh, you know, I could I could do with um you know an uh, an issue of um uh cracked where uh, a UFO lands in Milwaukee and uh, all the aliens look like little Fonzies on motorcycles. Well, there it is. Cracked did it. That was it. And it's just it's just I don't know if it's I guess it's pandering, but it's pa- it's pandering to kids who just want to laugh and be entertained for a bit so yeah and then yeah. like what that's great you know mm-hmm. i mean i i have to say i will be i fully admit i have books on my shelf about frank capra and uh books on civil rights uh, legislation <laughs> under lbj that i have not gotten to yet but damn it if i don't want to go to amazon to buy these cracked biographies yes. I, i'm dying <laughs> to know the story yeah, what it was like to work at Crack Magazine. Yes. I really am. I, yeah. I might just have to drop at least volume one. At mm-hmm. least volume one. Yeah, yeah. You'll get hooked. You'll get hooked. Yeah, you know that'll that'll leave you hanging in like the mid seventies or something, and <laughs> it'll say. And next up, the Fonz to be I'll continued. Pro- I'll and probably no! be fifty pages into volume one, and I'll go buy volume two. You know, I'll be like, all right, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I already know where this is going. Absolutely. <laughs> I, but like you said, I I love it, and I I you know I was something I bought while I was on vacation. But yes. by the way, I normally start the show by asking this question, but now we're gonna as we're wrapping up. I wanna, oh yeah, I want to ask you: When you were a kid, did you mm-hmm. go on family vacations? Did you have anything like this where you were you got comics or magazines in in different locations because you're on vacation? Did you, was that any part of your childhood? It it was we we um. Uh, I, I actually was try, trying to th- trying to think of some of these because we had we would go camping a lot, and so there was um, the the comic store when I collected comics heavily from like eighty five to eighty seven. I would sometimes go there um, right before we went camping and pick up a few. And okay. I was trying I was trying to remember some of them. I, I remember there was a Ghost Rider where it was like Ghost Rider versus the Circus of Crime. <laughs> Or something, and I remember reading that one over and over. And there was one where Superman fought the Planeteer, and I don't know who the hell the Planeteer was, but that that was the issue that taught me because I remember us. I remember being at the campsite and sitting down with my comics, and I I also books too. I used to I used to like a, I I love Doctor Who, and I used to buy Doctor Who novelizations. This was the time a lot of choose your own adventure books and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I used to love to buy those. Um, um, and I remember sitting down with that planetier issue, and that, that's the one that taught me always look at the big first page and have a peek at the last page to see if there's something explaining the previous issue or to oh, see if it says to be continued. Because I got to the end and it was like, to be continued, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I guess <laughs> I, ah. And I remember that one, I remember they had, they had, um, uh, and this this must have been right at the start of the eighties. I remember getting several of the was the Atlas Seaboard comics. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. I and I remember it. I remember picking up. I think there was something called like Morlock, and there was yes, one Morlock two thousand one. Yes, yes, and then I picked up the. I think it was the third and final issue of Planet of the Vampires. Um, there was there was an issue that ends with the giant spiders attacking two characters. And spoiler, one of them gets killed. And that's the way the issue ended. And I remember thinking, gosh, I can't wait to read the next one. Who knew there wasn't a next one? And that's <laughs> no, the story. And then all those books lasted like three issues. Yes, like two that. or three issues. Yeah. Yes, I love those. And, and I remember those. And I remember I remember getting an issue of Shade the Changing Man. Okay. Um, and I remember, and the, the, other, the other one I, I could definitely remember getting, and this must have been around 1980 also, was um, I bought uh, Howard the Duck Magazine number one. <laughs> and I, because I remember sitting, reading it in the car with my mom and my sister and my dad, and there's an image in it of Howard in bed with his gal, and she's with Beverly, yeah, yes, yep, and yep. she's 
she's top. I yeah, I didn't know that the magazines did stuff like that. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like the comics. So I'm just sitting there reading. How's your magazine, Dan? It's great. <gasps> <laughs> And I know I I'm going to fight Al Kabong in this. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was going to run for president and do something. And like we've that. got but the it, bestiality jokes. Yes, <laughs> and it's just like, and I'm like, I'm like seven, and I'm thinking, oh my god. And and and, and like when my mom looked back, so how's your com? How's your comic? <laughs> and, and I was like, she can see it on my face, can't she? That I just saw, I just saw boob. I just, I, I didn't mean so to, hard to hide that when you're a child. I you know, you're really and I, be cool. Yeah, I almost just yelled, I just saw boob. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I kept it quiet. I'm sorry. Like you're sorry, about <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I remember getting those. And like I said, to a lot of books, I love the Choose Your Own Adventure books. I love the Doctor. I love I love to read. So and, and to uh, sometimes with comics, if the comic like that, like I said, the Ghost Rider one, I read that like 20 times. But the Planeteer, when I got to the end and it wasn't a full story, I was just like, I just set it down. I was like, well, I can't. I can't read this again until I read the, read the rest of it. And, and so it was like, if I had a book that would, um, and especially too, if, if you buy like one of the, like the digests, like the comic book oh, digest, yeah. little digest, or, or I remember Marvel put out some, some little digests that were like, they collected like the first, like six amazing Spider-Man. Yep. And, yep. 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 And there was one. And I remember very specifically, we went to sugar Creek one year, which, which, um, which was a place that actually had a little store where I bought some comics. At, oh, that's awesome! But, but I couldn't, re- I couldn't remember the comics I bought there. But at that time, I brought the, that little Doctor Strange digest they had, which had like the first twelve Strange Tales, Doctor Strange, the little paperback. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, the yeah. little one. I remember just loving that, and reading that over and over and over again. And so, so I didn't, I, 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 um, I didn't go as comic crazy as you did, just because I think, like I said, I think when I got to the end of some of them, I was done. And I, I didn't reread them. Whereas, you know, with the cracks, I could sit there all day dissecting, taking notes, <laughs> drawing diagrams. For your eventual yeah, yes, plug. But but yeah, we we did. It was um, I, I would try to bring some new stuff along whenever we went camping or an, an, an occasional family holiday. Um, usually those are pretty crazy and chaotic. So I don't I just I just have blank memories of those. I think I'm trying to keep those out of my mind but, but yeah yeah no i there there were a few and those were specifically the ones i was thinking about it and i thought i remember those specifically sitting reading those yeah there's something just really magical about that there yes. really is i mean you, you just yeah you really you really like there's just a, just an attachment to them at that moment you're like i, I can just i can just i can see myself you know I, I did read the rest of the howard the duck magazine i just read it quietly in a corner i know what you're thinking <laughs> knock it off i was a kid <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yes, let's uh, go, everybody. <laughs> so, well, uh, I mean, Dan- oh my God, D- Daniel, <laughs> it is always such a delight. Oh yeah, to record with you. It is just such fun to talk with you, no matter what it yeah. is. We're talking about Police Squad, <laughs> yes. or um, in search uh, of the, yeah. the 19 in search of the 1977 softcore Cinderella movie. Oh yes, that's right. No matter in what it of, is, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is always fun talking with you, and so. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming on for the oh, again yeah. the season finale of Mountain Comics to talk about a cracked magazine of all things. Yes. I never thought I'd ever get the chance to do it, but <laughs> there it there it is. So thank you very much, my oh, friend. Of course. Why of don't course. you thank tell you. people where they can find you out on the internet? Oh yes, yes. Um uh if if you go on I I have several podcasts. If you go on eventually supertrain.blogspot.com, you'll find links to the the main podcasts I do, which are eventually supertrained, short lived TV show podcasts. A long, long time ago, Rob was on there discussing in the six episodes of police squad so with me fun. so yeah so great and and i think i think i think um right now uh when this is going to come out we're finishing up um chatting about battlestar galactica um tales of the gold monkey and the the middleman what what's that i don't even know that uh, that, that's that from two that's from 2008 it's um it's uh i forget the name of the gentleman who created is javier he had three names and each one of them is is a um difficult for me to pronounce was it like a sci-fi show it's sort of a it's sort of a sci-fi comedy uh show about the the middleman are sort of um these people who um take care of aliens zombies things like that it's got a kind of a comedy it's it's matt kesslar and natalie morales and it's um i do have no memory of that at all yeah it it only ran for 12 episodes but it's it's i I recommend it highly it's 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 quite a lot of fun and Mm -hmm. um and uh battle circle actor is almost done i've got another show lined up there and um 
I also have my Happy Days podcast, Rocking All Week with You. Um, and I am on season six. I, I am in the vicinity of the holiday episodes because that was the season where they had a Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas episode. And I, I also do uh, minute by minute podcasts. Um, and I'm actually doing three, three, three at once right now, but I've taken a slight hiatus on them. Um, but I'm doing, I'll just say real quick. There's one called seventies friends of Frankenstein, which covers Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80, uh, spooky minutes spent at ghost house, which covers spookies and ghost house and howling two and seven, two covering howling two and howling seven. And, <laughs> and the, the other podcast I'm on is made for TV mayhem show. Of with uh, Amanda Reyes, author Amanda Reyes, and um, the glorious Amanda. Yes, Reyes. the wonderful, the wonderful Amanda, and uh, her and I have been podcast spells for a while. And uh, this is, and we actually have a new episode uh, should be coming up. Uh, we're talking two Curtis Harrington films, The Cat Creature and Killer Bees. Ooh. And uh, Nate jo- Nate Johnson is our other host from the Hysteria Continues, the great slasher film podcast. And uh, yeah, those are those are there. And I have several books out. Um, that my most my most recent one being um, from Beverly Hills to Hooterville, exploring the Henningverse, 1962 to 1971, 760 pages exploring 666 episodes of good <laughs> corn pone humor from the 60s. Although Green Acres isn't really corn pone, but uh, but yeah, that's and, and and that's just you know writing and podcasting and all this good stuff. Oh man, amazing! You make me make me feel lazy compared to oh, all the no, stuff no, that you're doing, no, no, for God's no, sake. No, no. So, uh, well, again, thank you very much, Dan. Thank for you, coming Ron. on. Thank it's you. So much fun to talk to you. Of uh, course, you can um, subscribe to uh, this show. It has its own feed over on uh, any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, you can uh, follow Mountain Comics over on Twitter at FWP Mountain Com. If you want to uh, support the Fine Water Podcast Network, just go to Patreon.com/slash/FWPodcast. And there you can unlock various rewards, one of which is name checked on a show of your choice. So if you really like Mountain Comics, go to patreon.com and uh, let me know. And uh, so as I said at the top of the show, this is the season finale of Mountain Comics. I don't like to do the show once uh, the fall sets in and we are in the middle of uh, October now. And so I'm going to put the show back um, on mothballs for a little bit <laughs> until uh, till the next year. There's still lots more Mountain Comics to cover. I really uh, enjoy doing this show. It is just, I mean, all my shows are an indulgence. Every podcast is basically an indulgence, uh, except for, 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 uh, for Daniels, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, every show, every one of mine is an indulgence, but this one is even more so because it's so specific. And, uh, I really appreciate all the feedback that I get. And I'm going to cover all the feedback from this season at the first episode mm. of the next season. That way I can get everything covered and so i really love reading your comments uh in particular over on our website they're just uh, they're always really quite a delight i appreciate anyone who listens to this show so we're going to cover all that in the first episode of the new year so like i said that's going to do it for this season of mountain comics thanks everybody for listening and uh, we will see you in uh, may of 2023 uh until then dan and i are gonna crack open some you yes. read some read some more crack he brought all of his cracks so we're going to read that here. 200, uh, 100, how many? 113 of them. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of shut up humor. It's going to be fantastic. Wow, shut so, up. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, thanks everybody for listening and we will see you next year. Bye. Have a summer of fun in the Poconos at your host with the most in the Poconos. kind of summer fun at Mount Airy Lodge or Pocono Gardens. Beautiful rooms, fabulous food, headline entertainment. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Call 966-7210 for reservations at Pocono Gardens and... Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge.